fait, j'ai voulu te, te téléphoner pour te, te demander allô quelque chose quoi Welcome to Arts Week. I'm your host, Candy Hammond, and my guests today are here to talk about the Young Company, or Yoko, at Cape Rep Theatre in Brewster. We have Maura Hanlon, who's the director of Yoko, and members, Macklin Devine and Liam Henderson. Thank you so much, all of you, for coming in to talk to me today about this. And I was saying to you before we started recording, this is like my one of my favorite things to do every year. Oh, for having you. Oh, no, I just think it's just such an amazing program. And, and it's just, it's amazing that you can do this all for free for all these kids. So, but, you know, let's back up a minute, Mo. And, um, you know, for people that don't know what the Young Company is, maybe could you just inform people a bit as to sure. what this is? And... I apologize. My clock is now going to tell you that it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> I like it. Thinking. There you go. <laughs> um, so the Young Company program is a free professional training program for any young Cape Cod actor or theater artist who wants to participate. Um, and we use rigorous language, rigorous material in an intensive, and I think that's an important word to hit, <laughs> intensive rehearsal and performance process um, that culminates in three public performances. It's free. Any young person from the eighth grade through high school or gap year pre-21 is welcome to participate. Um, And we accept everybody and everybody is involved. And it's, it's, this is our seventh year of doing it. I was going to ask you how long, wow, seven years, that is blown by, it's gone by Mm. so quickly. Um, And it's a highlight of my year every single season, because these young people are really really remarkable they're super fun to be around mm-hmm. uh, and the this week particularly when we're in this last week of crunch time their ability to sort of make these enormous leaps just blows my mind so we work for eight weeks um mm-hmm. yeah i was going to ask you how long it's an eight-week yep. program wow that's a lot program. we start typically we'll start the two weeks at the beginning of december take mm-hmm. a couple weeks off for the holidays And then we come back right after the first of the year and we go for the next six weeks. Um, Because the program has grown so much, I've split them into two groups. So one group meets three days a week and the other group meets three days a week. And at the very end, we all come together (laughs) for the last week to put it all together for production and performance. Uh, And it's it's so fun. It's it's pretty thrilling to do. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to ask Macklin and, and Liam, like Macklin, I know you've been doing this for a long time. It's yeah, like, I've been doing it all seven years. Yeah, Really? You yeah. were just a really youngin when you started. The first year we cheated. We let seventh graders in to make the program start. And because <laughs> was in the seventh grade and Julie's kid was in the seventh grade. Here we are. Oh, oh that's so funny. So yeah, so seven years, Macklin. Wow. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, you know, this has always been sort of my yearly favorite thing. Uh, and now I'm up to my last year. So it's kind of crazy thinking back on all those years because it, it really feels like it it's just happened and it's such a normal thing for me now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy to think about that all this time has gone by. 
That is amazing. And what about you, Liam? How long have you been involved? I'm one, one year shy. So I've been doing it for six oh, years. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, every year I, I look to Macklin, like at the beginning of the school year, and be like, oh, Yoko's in three months. I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just so it's been such a normal occurrence every year. And it's just my favorite part of the year mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and now next year it's not going to be there <laughs> yeah now are you a senior Liam or? no I so I'm taking a gap year right a, now. a gap year too okay he's gonna go off to college but he'll visit us on his Christmas vacation oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's really great that we have Liam here because Liam where do you live Plymouth oh my gosh you come from Plymouth yeah. <clears throat> to do this so wow. this, this is um yay parents because mm. all these years Liam's parents have driven him to and from Brewster through the winter and have been equally as dedicated to this program wow. in support of him as, as he is in love with the program. And that's, wow. that's a really remarkable thing. We have a lot it of is. families, a lot of parents that are 100% behind having their kids come mm -hmm. here. We have kids from Sandwich, kids from Plymouth, kids from Truro. Um, and all points in between. And uh, I, I, my hat is off to all those families, mm. you know, mm -hmm. disclosure also Macklin and Liam met in the young company, became best friends, mm. happened to go to high school together. Um, mm. And this year, you know, to make it work for Liam, he stays at our house during part of it, <laughs> to make it happen. But yeah. it really is a dedicated dedication thing with families and students and and parents it's a remarkable effort that's a that's another thing about yoko is you make friends that you're gonna have forever like mm. all my best friends like my core group mm -hmm. i met yoko and th those are my people you know wow yeah, yeah it must be because it's not always easy i don't think well maybe you know it was been a little while since i was in high school but the creatives you know, it wasn't always easy to be a creative kid or a kid in the arts. And so does this feel like a, like a place that you can just completely be yourselves and be accepted and appreciated for what you love to do? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's a chance to leave the outside world at the door and just purely come to create and have fun. Mm -hmm. And that's a privilege that I really appreciate. It's the only yeah. place where I truly feel like myself and can be mm. my, because I go mm. crazy on stage. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, well, it has this translated into, like, I know, Macklin, I've seen you in some other productions at Cape Rep and things, but have you too, Liam, been in some other things at the theater? And I've, I've done things around a couple of theaters and everything that I learn in Yoko, I always take it into account when I'm, when I'm uh, developing characters, when I'm mm -hmm. trying to learn who the character is, mm -hmm. the fundamentals, all of it. Yeah, he was mm -hmm. just in a production of uh, Rabbit Hole on the other side of the bridge where he lives. Um, mm -hmm. I think being in a six day a week rehearsal process down Cape would be extra challenging for his parents, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, no, no, and you know, and what you, said mo you know about that i mean this is not easy you know and it's like you know your production this year i mean you're doing shakespeare 
We it's have done Shakespeare a couple of times before. Um, our very first young company, when it was only six weeks, the very first one we did, we did an hour long version of Macbeth. And um, it it was a remember amazing. that. Actually. Yeah. And then last year during the craziness of uh, the pandemic, we did a mashup of Hamlet and scenes from Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. So it was a mix of, <laughs> of two wow. things. The, I've been trying over these past couple of years when the program has grown so much that I have to divide it in half. I've been trying to find a piece that would work for both groups where I could either bring mm -hmm. them together and interweave their storytelling or half of the group got one half of the story, half the group got another. That's really, really hard. As you get a program that grows into 40 plus kids, mm -hmm. making sure that you don't step on giving them all as substantive a, a, a process as you can becomes extra challenging. And mm. I really struggled this year finding the right piece to do. And then it clicked in my head. I was like, oh, wait a minute, Winter's Tale. Act one is a tragedy. Act two is a comedy. Mm. It is two different worlds in the context of one single story. So I, it was a relief, but um, it, it only gets harder as we look to the future. So a lot of, a lot of gears mm. turning in my brain about what young company will be next year because the past three years really have impacted the program. I was going to ask you, you know, we, we touched on this before we started recording that, yeah, you, it was amazing that, you know, you did this outside. I mean, during the height of COVID and things you managed, I mean, and that's just really amazing to, well, to keep it going for these kids. Cause I'm sure they needed it. I, I'll awesome. tell you something that, that first year, when we were outside meeting each, you know, I divided the 40 kids into four different groups of 10 and we only met once a week and we met outside for two hours for months, months was a thrilling experience because it really mm. wasn't centered on production. It really mm. was centered on coming together every week and just making theater. We just mm. made plays week after week after week that nobody saw, but me mm. and Julie and, and it was, Julie Ellen Hamilton. Um, it was mm -hmm. it was a thrilling thing, and and I miss that freedom yeah. of that. Right when you mm -hmm. get back into the the push of getting to production, which is remarkably valuable to learn. Mm -hmm. um, it, you lose a. I mean, we still make plays. It's still mm -hmm. it's still central to part of the work, building ensemble and making plays, but. Uh, there was just something so liberating about that year with the kids mm -hmm. that there were no consequences for the work that you did. Um, mm -hmm. I also think, and I don't know how you guys feel about that, but um, as, as two young people who went through the pandemic in high school, uh, I think the, the past three years have been really, really hard mm -hmm. on this yeah. generation of young people. Totally. Um, and I know it's been hard on us also, but I, mm -hmm. I think our our resilience is down, and I think um, they need our collective support more than ever um, moving forward as as the the world continues. And we don't get back to normal, and there's no such thing as normal. There is what mm -hmm. 2023 is now, and mm -hmm. what living in a world with a pandemic future and a, a tentative future is. Um, we just really need to hold on to these kids and help them come back to having a space where they can be free mm -hmm. to make mistakes and try new things and really push outside where they're comfortable. 
in a place that will hold them and carry them forward. So that's just my mm-hmm. two cents. But, yeah. yeah. No, I wanted to ask you both, Macklin and Liam, I mean, how much do you feel like having this to to go to during the pandemic really helped your well-being? I'm, I mean, for me, it was game-changing because mm-hmm. my family was basically completely isolated through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Young Company was a facet for me to see my friends. Mm-hmm. Like I said, all my best friends were in Young Company. So I went for stretches of not seeing them for months on end. And then when Yoko came around, we all had the chance to get back together and not only like see each other and have fun, but make stuff together, which is what we all love doing. Mm-hmm. So I think that was just a fantastic chance in the height of a really uncertain and really un normal, abnormal time. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Liam? You feel that too? It was the only outlet that I had because mm-hmm. like I said, all my best friends are on Cape Cod <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm on the other side of the bridge. Um, it was really, it was kind of, it was really special because we got to do something that no one else was going to do at the time. Mm-hmm. And we still got to have fun and we still got to build community together. Mm. Community is such an important word. Because that's really oh, totally right. And especially, I mean, I just felt, I mean, my kids are all grown up, so I wasn't going through this with having a high schooler around, but I, as is like you said, you know, Mo, it impacted us adults too, but I can't imagine being a high schooler going or younger, you know, any kid having to go through that because your community and your friends, they're, they're central to your development and your happiness. And so and even, even yeah. now that we're all back in person and it's like, the, I mean, our, our young company, our last normal young company was once in a lifetime in February of 2020. That was the last show that I went to in person. The last show that we did in person, right? And mm-hmm. here we are doing our first show back in person in the indoor theater. And as much as we can say we're all back to normal, we really, we mm-hmm. really aren't. And there is a some degree of fragility around the effort of kids coming back to make something together. Um mm-hmm. School isn't the same Mm. being we we, you forget how to be together in person, even if you were in person in a mask, shedding the mask, knowing how to work together as an ensemble, knowing how to make things together as a group when for at least a year of your lives, you were making things on a computer screen with each other. Yeah, it is a it is a different way of coming back. Um, In that sense, uh, my hat is off to these kids because I know it's scarier and I know that doing something that is intense is is harder to do now at this point mm-hmm. in time. And it's just, it's thrilling to be together as they're making these steps forward. You know, it, it really is remarkable. And I, mm-hmm. I think we all have to be a little more generous with ourselves mm-hmm. in terms of how we manage the stress of learning lines, remembering blocking, adjusting to changes that happened during the course of the last stretch to getting open. We were joking the other day at rehearsal. Uh, I said to the kids, this is the first time in the history of the young company that we're actually working scenes prior to the day before we open. Uh, there have been times in the history of young company, especially like last year, I finished staging the second act 
oh my gosh. minutes before we opened the house for the audience. Oh my gosh. You know, the very first year of <laughs> our first dress rehearsal was opening night, right? Yeah, so yeah. it is, it's a wow. you know, managing all of these things right up until the end. And mm-hmm. we, for the first time ever, we're like fully staged with a couple days to go, but that doesn't mean anything, right? It's still got to change and grow. And, you know, the, the, it, the, it, these are hard lines to learn. This yeah, is hard I language. This is, this is a lot to, to, to grab with this many kids when when we yeah. did Macbeth, there were 12 kids 11 on stage right wow now there are 30 whatever almost 40 so um it, it's a lot to teach in a short period of time yeah i just want to say that for anybody who's just tuning in you're listening to arts week on WOMR, and we're talking about the young company at cape rep and they have three performances this coming weekend of winter's tale um so yeah i i just can't imagine um that's that's a lot of kids mo (laughs) that's like and i think it's just a testament to how much you know i mean i hear it and i'm not i don't even like i said i don't have young kids anymore but you know just amongst young people i know that are involved with dance or whatever it's like yeah i've got to do the young company (laughs) and you've really built something it's really amazing they've they've actually built it you know we have a lot of new kids this year too so a lot of new kids and what's interesting aside from i think there are five kids that had participated in the young company prior to the pandemic. So the majority of these kids have never gone through an indoor theater process like we're doing right now. Wow. And that's, you know, this is the first time Mm. for, I would say 90% of them that they've gone through this process Mm -hmm. where we're adding lights and sound and costumes and, you know, all the things that go into producing a show Mm -hmm. in the indoor theater. So, um, that's pretty remarkable if you think about it. Mm. Does it work, Liam and Macklin, that you know you older, more experienced actors are helping the younger ones that are coming? Because that's a pretty big age difference at this age between oh, like yeah. eighteen and thirteen. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of our new kids are juniors and seniors in high school too. Oh, right? okay. A lot of times it's kids that come into us last. So we do have eighth and ninth graders. We have tenth graders. Mm-hmm. We have seniors. Um, uh, we have two post graduate young people, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, it's funny because we had a day where we had a, a, a young actor who was feeling insecure because he thought he was the youngest of his group. Mm-hmm. And I, we sat around the table and I said, just once more, let's remind each other of what grade we're in. And as these kids, you know, this, this group mm-hmm. of almost 20 kids went around the circle and said, what grade they were in. He went, Oh, wait, I'm not the youngest. (laughs) And, you know, oh, wait, this is your first year too, Mm. because you can be 18 years old and not have ever experienced this before. Yeah. Right. And you're in the same position as someone who is 14 years old, who's never experienced this before. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm far beyond 14 and I have never been part of a production. (laughs) (laughs) I am, I take my hats off to you guys. It's really, it is remarkable. uh, Andy, we couldn't do it without the other coaches, right? I mean, if if I did yeah. not have Julie Allen Hamilton has been with me all the way through mm-hmm. uh, this year. She's been coaching Tori Mondello, who's a wonderful young stage manager who's with us. Um, Allison Weller has been with us as our voice and speech coach all of these years. 
Mm -hmm. um, Ian Hamilton, who was a member of the first young company group. So cool. Yep. We've been mentoring as an a, a associate director coach through the years of his college. He's now the drama teacher at Nauset High School. I love it. I just love He's it. He's my That's right amazing. hand during this process. Wow. Um, Chelsea, Joe Brown is choreographing for us this year. She started choreography with us last year. So the kids mm. can start to get movement into it. And mm -hmm. then Art Divine um, joins us with stage combat when we have stage combat. So mm -hmm. if it weren't for this group of experienced coaches, Holly McCarthy is um, my costume designer. Holly and I were joking the other day because when we moved back to the Cape and my middle son, who's almost 24 was a baby. I was teaching teen acting at the Harvest Junior Theater and Holly <laughs> at 15 was in that group. And we were joking, um, wow. as I said, Seamus is almost 24. Holly's my costume designer on this show. Yeah. So the continuity of young people that I worked with when they were teenagers who I'm working with as brilliant adult artists is also a thrilling thing for my experience here in the Cape Cod arts community. So um, this this group of of adults around them are spectacular. Janine yeah. Perry, artistic director. Um, it's just my, my boys built my set. It's there's, there, it's just, it's a real family of oh, it is. people coming it together is. to help this young group of actors, group of young actors mm. language. No, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, just from the outside looking in that this group of young people couldn't have a better group of adults helping them and supporting them and uh, we're so, so lucky yeah it's professionals you know it's professional artists teaching young people um mm -hmm. it's great to look at to have this effort you know and we have um male characters being played by uh female character actors and to say to Allison, can you help these guys remember because I directed Allison and Men on Boats which is a story of men mm -hmm covering the Grand Canyon, right? And I, it's so fun to have someone who's gone through a process with me mm -hmm. and, you know, here's a professional actor that they can look to and, you know, have, have guidance on an, on an mm -hmm. effort. So totally. it's cool. So Macklin and Liam, like how challenging has it been to, uh, to learn Shakespeare? It's like, it's, I would I would say it's challenging in the best way. Mm -hmm. I mean, over time, like when we first, well, we didn't first start doing, well, first we did Dickens, which for some reason that was hard. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> I can understand We're, that. Yeah. Hard. <laughs> um, but over time, from the beginning to now, it's just sort of kind of part of my language now. Mm -hmm. I kind of understand mm -hmm. what it means usually. So it's in your brain now. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, I'm a big Shakespeare nerd, so I'm really happy we're doing Shakespeare. <laughs> but also, like Liam said, all this hard language we've been doing all these years has sort of found its way into our daily vocabulary, mm -hmm. um, which makes it a lot easier to <laughs> like use that whenever you want to, you know? The, the purpose of the rigorous language is you can't produce those words the way that you can produce, we, we've got very la lazy as oh, yeah. speakers. We are, I mean, our, it, our vocabularies have shrunk down to certain four letter words and other things. <laughs> uh, um, and so the effort to produce this language is, is central to an actor because your body has to work in certain ways. You have to be engaged with your breath. You have to be engaged with 
all of the musculature of your face and your mouth and your tongue mm -hmm. produce this language. So this is fundamental actor training. Difficult mm -hmm. language is fundamental to an actor's ability to learn how to speak. And mm -hmm. over the course of the past, I would say 10 or 15 years, um, acting training has reverted back to, here's your microphone, here's your lavalier mic that you are wearing, mm -hmm. and you're not engaging with your body in the same way. Mm -hmm. so you're missing out on an, a, a tremendous capacity for feeling mm -hmm. because you don't feel things the same way if you're mm -hmm. not physically engaged with the production of the sound. So um, mm -hmm. to me, this is the fundamental basis of acting training is rigorous language. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you are absorbing this in your everyday lives, but we're <laughs> secretly forcing you to <laughs> your breath and your body yes. in a way that helps you uh, have better diction and better support and better dynamics and mm -hmm. open yourselves up to emotional choices that wouldn't be available to you if you weren't breathing and making these sounds the way that you are. Yeah, yeah. that's another thing. Yeah. Even if you're not planning on being an actor, these classes are really helpful just for like general things like public speaking and confidence. Yeah, job interviews. Yeah, job interviews. Team yeah. building. Team building. Yeah. So yeah. All those group projects these guys have to do in high school. <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to ask you, thank you, Macklin, for bringing that up because I was going to ask you both like how this has impacted, you know, the rest of your life. Mm. And Liam, do you feel the same way? Like it. Oh, mm -hmm. definitely. So <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have no words for it um for, like before i feel like i talked very fast and i nothing that came out of my mouth made any sense but mm -hmm. now i i slow it down i spit every word out of my mouth <laughs> and i'm much better for it that's so great. The other thing that's really cool, in addition to the rigorous language, these plays are always really, really physical. Yes. And mm -hmm. you know, I think we lose that courage of being physical when we heard oh, get a certain age. Definitely. No, I, I think back to the very first Yoko when we did Macbeth, we started the play with a pile of bodies on stage, right? So <laughs> when you have a, a group of teenagers, you're like, okay, we're all just going to pile on top of each other. And you get over that really quickly. Yeah. Um, it becomes super helpful so that you don't feel awkward in your interactions with other people on stage. Mm -hmm. um, you know, ask for consent. And then <laughs> <laughs> she says as she hugs her son. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure we get information out there. So when are the shows are this coming weekend? They're on Friday, Friday Saturday, and Sunday. Friday and Saturday. One show Friday, the 10th, uh, seven o'clock at uh, okay. Indoor Theater, and two shows on Saturday, one at two o'clock in the afternoon, a matinee, and the last show is Saturday night at seven o'clock. Okay. Um, it's a two-act play, so there's going to be an intermission in the middle, okay. um, and you can get tickets at caperep.org or call the box office at 508-896-1888, or you can get them <laughs> at the door. You know. Okay. No, so are you guys psyched for performance this weekend? Yes. Super psyched. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait. 
even though it's your last one. So my yeah, God. <laughs> it's kind of sweet and it, it hasn't really fully set in yet, but you know, we'll, we'll be back to like help. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. They um, have been remarkable mentors to through the years to the coming along. It's, it's really great. It's so great to be able to say, Macklin, Liam, go take these guys over there and help them with their scene, help them think <laughs> reality and they understand it. So we were rehearsing the other night and it's so great because all these years I've been together, I have shorthand with them. When you have yeah, an ensemble you've been willing, working with. So, you know, in rehearsal, I can say, Liam, park the car in the garage. And he knows what I mean. <laughs> so it's, it's super yeah. fun. It's a gift for me mm-hmm. to have this continuity. Well, before uh, the last quick question I have before we sign off is both you guys, do you plan on continuing post Yoko with oh, theater? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to college for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that I live for is is made for like storytelling. I mean, I grew up at Cape Rep, so yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh. Well, I I can't wait to see this, and um, I really, well, I just I tell everybody about this program all the time when I see kids that seem like they've got a band. It's like in a couple of years you should sign your kid up for this. So, thank I'm you so for I'm all so you do. No, the community really, really needs this. So, um, thank, thank you. you. I need so it. Much. So, <laughs> I'm grateful. Thank you, Candy. Well, thank you for tuning into Arts Week, and we will see you next time. Au fait, j'ai voulu te te téléphoner pour te te demander allô quelque chose quoi yeah. mm. quelque chose quoi